listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Mesa brings us Adam, who is now officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. We will give you three questions, get two out of three correct, you'll graduate. You'll go see the Doobie Brothers, and you'll get what they call an EP, which is uh, not quite an album, but it's free music from the Doobie Brothers. Very nice. Very nice indeed. So what we're going to do here is ask you questions about a guy who just popped up into the news yesterday because his release is now going to be unconditional. We're talking about the guy who tried to kill President Reagan, John Hinckley. Yep, he was trying to impress somebody. He was. Now, um, he But was, then again, aren't we all? He was released in 2016. Now his release is going to be completely unconditional. So, ask you about the whole incident. What kind of gun did John Hinckley use to try and kill the president? A 22 long rifle, a 9 millimeter, or an official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle? Put your eye out with that, kid. Uh, we'll go with the second one, a 9 millimeter. No, it's actually uh, the long rifle, 22. Yeah. All right, so uh, what Jodie Foster movie? Caused John Hinckley's obsession with her, which which drove him to shoot Reagan to get her attention. It was one specific movie. Was By the it? way, worst gaydar ever. Yeah, yes, <laughs> totally. Um, was the movie Silence of the Lambs, Taxi Driver, or was it Santa with Muscles, starring Hulk Hogan? Uh, taxi driver. Taxi driver is correct. Yeah, Wasn't Silence. She underage in that? She, yeah, she's just a kid in that movie. And Silence of the Lambs is uh, is well after the fact. You know, I, I, I got to be honest with you. Just when you thought the John Hinckley thing couldn't get more bizarre, the underage Jodie Foster. Yeah, he was just wow, not a well individual. Now nope. he's okay though. Hinks, he's give me fine. Five. What up, yo, Johnny? All right, last question here. John Hinckley originally stalked the president who served just before Reagan. Who was that? Was it Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, or Bill Clinton? Jimmy Carter. There's a guy who knows a little American history. Nice job. All right. Jimmy Carter, who went on to build houses last week. <laughs> so you are correct. You have won. You've got Doobie Brothers tickets. Hang on. You know, it's weird that the John Hinckley thing, and, and I, mean, I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole in this, but I was too young to really appreciate it at the time. He beat the system because back then when he claimed not guilty by reason or when he was adjudicated not guilty by reason of insanity, yeah. you could claim you were insane and they had to prove you weren't versus now if you claim you're insane, they have to prove you are. Now, I, I don't know that, but... The criticism is he used the insanity defense yeah. to beat the system. Otherwise, he would have been it would have been jailed forever. To me, this whole thing makes as much sense as Dog the Bounty Hunter inserting himself into oh, that situation Jesus. in yeah. Florida. Yeah, talk, you, you, talk you about know, an opportunist. You want to see? I was going to say, what's the definition of no shame? Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Unbelievable. So there you go. Uh, the Hink Man, Hanky, coming up in uh, June of 2022 is when his release becomes unconditional unless they. Change their some, minds. Put some conditions then. on it. Yes. Yeah. Mark and Neanderthal. But I'm so excited to to not 
be giving your CD collection away again? Well, I am too because I've spent a lot of money on CDs over the years. Think about this for a second. I have, according to this list, and I, again, all, not all of them have been in cataloged, 3,031 CDs. Let's just average, let's say they're 8 bucks per CD. That's not true. I mean, some of them are way more expensive. Sure. Some of them are less expensive. Let's yeah. just say 8 bucks. So 3,031 ta- 3, times 8 equals $24,248. Right. That's... Yeah. In, now, if you charge 99 cents a song from uh, iTunes, you know what I mean? It would be a digital stuff like that. It's like sure. 99 cents a song or $1.15 now, I think it might be for per song for like digital streaming and stuff like that. And I've got over 80,000 songs. Yeah. Some serious yeah, coin yeah, right there. Yeah. If, if yeah. there were actually any value yeah. to it, there really isn't. So, still... Let's get some folks on and not give away some of your CDs. Good morning. It's Mark and Neander, Paul. Would you like to not win a CD from Paul's collection? I am feeling... I'm feeling so lucky. I'm so ready not to win a CD from the biggest hoarder of CDs in Arizona. Okay. It's very possible. I have a, a better CD collection than most CD stores. So go ahead and pick a number between 1 and 3,031. Let's do 20. 20. 20. We're going early in the alphabet here. These are alphabetized, correct? Alphabetized by artist, including singular artist being first letter of last name first as opposed to band name being first letter of band name and in order of release. Okay, so what did this gentleman just not win? We're all we're all we're all not anticipating his non-win. ACDC's for those about to rock would have been yours if I was giving it away. Man. You you didn't score. Congratulations. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm going out and buy a lottery ticket. Yep. It's a great album that you'll never listen to. (laughs) Take care. So nice of you, Paul. Thank you. You You're welcome. Thank you for not winning. Hi, it's Mark and Neander, Paul. Go ahead and pick a number between 1 and (laughs) 3,031 to find out what you didn't win. Two nine five zero. All right, we're going late in the alphabet here. He's trying. He's probably trying for ZZ Top or something like that. Or yes, two nine five zero. CD number two thousand nine hundred and fifty is the CD entitled "Drive Home" by Stephen Wilson, the brains behind the obscure prog rock band Porcupine Tree. Stephen Wilson is now having a great fifteen minutes of fame, but we'll never play him, and you haven't won it. Yes, so you got a great awesome. chance here to not expand your musical palette. Mm-hmm. Awesome, I appreciate it. All right, Take thank care. you for not winning. <laughs> thank you. See ya. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he feels so not good. Yeah, I have a great not winning like that. I have a great music collection that you'll never hear. <laughs> Can't have it. So uh, we enjoy doing that every once in a while, so not stupid. giving away Paul's CDs. But yeah. it is kind of interesting to see what you got in there, what number corresponds to what. But they're always shifting because... I'm if, constantly adding. Yes. If you if you purchase something in the A's, that means everything after that. It all moves, moves yeah. up a number. Like I went, uh, for example, right after um, the races on Saturday when I did the flat track racing. Yeah. I stopped by the Z Records at Thunderbird. I think I bought I bought uh, a Snoop Dogg CD, a Cypress Hill CD. That's the one I just ripped into the into the hard drive. 
And uh, Dead Milkman CD. Yes. Got to <laughs> yeah. have that. Got to have the Dead yeah. Milkman Beelzebubba. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And just, you know, and, and I think two other CDs. I can't remember what they are at this moment. All right. So you had like a four or five, six yeah. CD shift in the numbers. Well, that's there, it. So. I think last week we were at 3,023. I'm at 3,031. So you got eight. Eight, eight CDs right, then. between last week and this week. So don't worry if you didn't not win today. You'll have plenty of opportunities to not win in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. I don't know how many people know this, but the show Hamilton, which has been like, it's got to be six, seven years now at least that it's been. It's eight years. It's eight years. 2013, yeah. It's been running on Broadway. It's it's the biggest show that's come along in quite a long time, the yeah. show Hamilton about it's, Alexander Hamilton. Oh, I thought it was about Brad Hamilton, yeah. uh, assistant manager at My Team Art or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a fascinating tale that should yeah. be told also in say, theater yeah, form. It lends itself well to the stage. It's a great riches to rags back to riches story. Mm-hmm, you're right. But the show Hamilton about Alexander Hamilton, you know, it tours the country. Right now it's at Gamage over on the ASU campus in Tempe. It's been there for a couple of weeks and it's going to stay for a couple of weeks. There's and, your marketing and Paul cultural update. Of yeah. yeah. Now, on Saturday, they had an incident there during the matinee performance uh, a guy pitched a fit about having to wear a mask in the audience and the, okay. uh, the audience has to wear a mask while they're in damage it's you know and you're pretty tightly packed in there so and it's happening in a lot of a lot of venues yeah. now they're sort of reinstituting a mask requirement now we're not going to debate whether or not not wearing a mask in damage during a packed show is medically irresponsible but i think we can all agree that it's fiscally irresponsible well, to do what this guy did because he got kicked out. And do you know how much theater tickets are? Well, I Live don't. Live theater? And this may shock and amaze you, but I am not a huge theater patron, so I don't know. Nor am I, but I do know that tickets are damn expensive. <laughs> it's like probably the worst seat in there probably went for $75. And how early did he get kicked out? He got kicked out like right at the beginning because he wasn't wearing a mask. Wow! You know, so security that's a, that's kept a waste of security kept bucks. coming over. He kept ignoring him. He got loud. A waste he was, of seventy five bucks yeah. is what that is. All right. You know he was he was so obnoxious that the guy playing Aaron Burr tried to shoot him. The history joke is what that yeah, is right a, there. I mean, well, it's two for Tuesday, so I might as well throw my history joke. Okay. I think it's interesting that a guy like that was expressing his First Amendment right to protest the wearing of a mask during a play dedicated to a man who opposed. The necessity of the Bill of Rights. That, that is a deep history joke. You're right welcome. There. Yeah, yeah, we only act stupid. <laughs> On Broadway, it's $174 for the cheapest ticket. Let's oh. see if he'll do it there. How committed are you? <laughs> uh, you know, I got to mention this because I think it was at this time yesterday... You were sort of uh, making fun of me for not paying the extra 30-some-odd dollars to board early on the airplane flight back from Boston to Phoenix. I think you misinterpreted my commentary uh, completely. I wasn't making fun of you. I was paying tribute to your father, (laughs) who would have said, Mark, is this a want or a need? (laughs) Your father, you have inherited several traits from your father. I think we all do inherit certain traits from our parents. And one of them is frugality. You yeah. are not cheap, but you don't spend irresponsibly. And and my thought here was, it was more than that. It was, you know, why do I want to board early? It's going to be a five and a half, six hour flight. I'm going to be sitting down the whole time. Right. So um, I did get some backup from a gentleman who knows a Mark and Neanderthal listener named Dave. I got mail. Yeah. Yeah. I got mail. Yeah. 
if you want to email, you can email Mark at KSLX.com or Neanderpaul at KSLX.com. So, so by all means, do the tell. Yes, Dave said, hey, not big time in you here. But from 2007 until 2019, I was flying around 100,000 miles a year for work. What are you, big time at us? <laughs> That's a lot of traveling right there. I don't know how guys like, do that. I have, I have uh, visions of George Clooney sitting in an airport uh, he hospitality says, thing with Vera Farmiga, who I have a crush on. He references the movie. He says, just like the movie Up in the Air, you get on this treadmill of trying to accumulate enough air miles, car rentals, and hotel nights to get and keep your status every year. You have to keep a status? It's like a game you need to win. So, of course, I had top status at American Airlines, Hilton, and National Car Rental and was traveling much nicer than traveling in steerage like I do now. Steerage? What is this, 1874? <laughs> yes, he's taking what, the what, ship did, over. Did he with, take the, sweet, the, the Queen Mary? He's what taking is going the Titanic to, with Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you're going to have to be. You're, you're bunked steerage. in steerage. He said, uh, I said all that to comment on your point about early boarding. You definitely did the right thing. When I had my status, I was upgraded to first class about 85% of the time. Now you're big time. <laughs> so he goes, so you definitely get on early in that case because you get a free cocktail while the plane is boarding. Yeah, I am that mad at you. pretty nice. I get, yeah, free cocktail. Well, free. How much is, is first class? Yeah, well, you got it. Yeah. Free. Um, he goes, plus you meet some pretty impressive and successful people. If you're lucky, I sat behind Alice Cooper once from Phoenix to Burbank and talked to him for a bit. Very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if I did not get any upgrade and had to sit in the regular section, I would wait until I was one of the very last people, even though I could board early. First, because just like you said, why sit there any longer than you have to? And man, was the seat I was in uncomfortable. My coccyx was sore Ooh, when I got off that plane. Well, you know, they make a pill for that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, second, if you have an aisle seat, which makes it much easier to get up during the flight, why sit there and be elbowed and have bags and backpacks banged into your head and shoulders? He ain't lying. I, I, by inconsiderate passengers as they pass by. I try, I try to get either the window and the aisle seat for obvious reasons because I have I fairly wide shoulders without trying to sound like I'm bragging. I'm, I'm a, a relatively wide human being, so the middle sucks because I get crushed. The aisle also sucks because I get my shoulder whacked several times by the drink cart. So I prefer the window, even though that extra two no. inches, you know, uh, between the seat, the window seat and the actual window, I have more room there than I do, like, in the driver's side of a Nissan Sentra or something. Yeah, if you're in the uh, aisle seat, it's like you said, you, you do have to be careful. If you fall asleep and you got your knee sort of oh, bouncing yeah. out, into, you, or you get put your foot out. You get kneecapped by the drink cart. A lot of people put their foot out. They stretch their leg out to try and get that one leg. Yep. Get a little bit of, you know, because if you sit too long you in a plane. You get some feeling back into it. Not only that, if you sit too long in a plane, you can die. I have a friend of mine. Seriously, I have a friend of mine who ended up getting like a, uh, almost like a DVT in his back, in his lung, because he was on a long flight oh, from clot. Europe, like a clot. Yeah. 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 And well, it's it's cabin clot or something like that, they call it. Wow. Yeah. So you have to get up and move around. That's why they tell people when they're in international flights, if you need to get up and move about the cabin, just get up and people walk the aisle. Yeah. Because if you just stay in your seat too long, it's a problem. It's like getting bed sores, only you could die. Yeah. The Good pl- morning, everybody. The planes on TV shows and movies are so much roomier. 
yes. than the actual planes yes. you are on yes. in real life. Yeah, when they do a three-shot on Seinfeld and you see uh, George and Jerry and Elaine three across in a plane, and the, the room is as big as this studio. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. yeah. So, it's like getting parking right in front of the airport. Exactly. You're going to be late for your flight. So thank you to Dave for checking in. I am impressed. 100,000 miles a year traveling yeah. on yeah. for business. I Again... I'm kind of glad I've never had to do a job like that. That's got to take it out of you. Yeah, I mean, even even when I was when I was programming a radio station, you know, you have to fly sometimes to like corporate, or you yeah. have to go. He's commi- it's a pain in the ass. A- everything about flying now is yes. a real pain. It, so. When you're a kid, it's fun, but when you grow up, you're like, mm, not so much. I'm staying home. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Hey, dude, shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. KSLX, Stone in Love on Two for Tuesday. It's Journey at KSLX. You know, when I hear that song, I often think of calling Dr. Love from Kiss because the the early early riff at the beginning. beginning? Yeah, Yeah, it just reminds me of calling Dr. Love from Kiss. Next time you hear that song, just listen to the last minute of it. The bass playing and the the lead guitar are both pretty sick. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on in Journey. This is... Journey was the first brand I rem- band I remember, like guys that were like big burly bikers and leather jackets would get off their Harley Davidson <laughs> and they'd walk over to the table when you're doing a radio thing and they're like, hey, you got any CDs to give away? And you're like, well, I have Journey. And they're like, yeah. And they grab it <laughs> and they slide it. Hope nobody sees them sliding it in their vest. Everybody likes Journey. Yeah, it's, like par- it's like parfait. It's like Everybody pe- likes it. It's like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's pretty good. <laughs> 7.38 with Mark and Andrew Paul. We're a little early, but we've got two stories for you to regale you with. It is time for the Mark and Andrew Paul double dose. Yes. Of the dumbass of the day. That's right. So I would say that a supervisor with the Metropolitan Transit Authority in New York City probably makes 150 easily. Uh, yeah, that's a union job, and it's a state job. And, and, it's, and it's New York City. Salaries are always higher. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I would say so, that somebody in that position is probably well compensated. 150K. Yeah, probably. that doesn't yeah. sound bad. Yeah. Which is why paying tolls on bridges and tunnels which is commonplace in the New York City area should not be a problem isn't isn't the aren't the bridges and tolls governed by the metropolitan transit Association? yes they are I would think so so you should get a pass like one of those little you those little fast pass no, deals no too many people to, to give passes to oh, too much right. too much income loss but one supervisor didn't feel like paying tolls either in or out of the city I refuse to pay your toll so he removed his front license plate and put a cloudy plastic cover over his rear license plate oh, so camera couldn't detect it. That is, um, the word I'm looking for is illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wound up saving thousands on tolls over the course of a few years. Good for him. Um, 
And he probably would have continued to save... If it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> no, if he hadn't bragged about it at work. Oh, I mean, boy. really, think about it. Catching toll dodgers is one of the things that the Metropolitan Transit Authority does. This guy's a supervisor in the Metropolitan Transit Authority, and he's bragging about it at work. Would something like this not only cost you the tolls that you are in arrears, but also perhaps your source of income to pay said tolls? Possibly. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, an anonymous tip led to a... Three or four month investigation. Just a tip. Just yep. for a second. Yep. Just to see how it feels. And a few months later, guess who owes $101,000 in unpaid tolls and fines? How many years did he get away with Probably this? about three or four years. So that's $30,000 a year in tolls. Uh, no, it's about 2500 a year in tolls. The rest is fees. Penalties, fines, etc. Interest, oh. all that good stuff. Oh, all right. I was gonna be like, that is I thought that was the base. It's, it's the stuff the IRS kills you with. Oh. Right? All right. Well so, that's that story. Good luck. Uh and sir. A uh was his name? Uh never did give his name. No. Yep. Same with this one. A thirty three year old woman in Pittsfield, Maine, is in big trouble after calling in two bomb threats last week. I uh Yep. In both calls, the woman called police and said she was gonna put bombs at the Puritan Medical products plant in Pittsfield. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of alliteration. <laughs> Both plants were evacuated, but the good news, there were no bombs, and the police were quickly able to figure out who had called, and the woman's been arrested. Sometimes dead is and, better. And now has a felony charge of terrorizing. Pepperidge Farm remembers. The woman's reason for the bomb threats? I don't know. Her boyfriend works at the plant, and she uh. figured if they had a bomb threat, they'd send everybody home and they could spend the day together. <laughs> Love is in the air. Oh, yeah. What is the definition of love? <laughs> the things we do for love. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. That's the bomb, lady. Now, do you think they broke up? I... <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, this chick digs me. <laughs> you know what? B- I, can, I can do whatever I want. Bomb threats don't tear couples apart. Bombs do. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got the bomb lady. We got the toll avoider. Both Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. I think those were two beautiful stories you just told. Yeah. They were sponsored by our friends at Arrowhead Harley Davidson. You can find them at arrowheadharley.com. It's Mark and Neanderthal. This is Mark over here. By the way, thank you uh, to everybody who I, I got a lot of great comments yesterday on a Facebook post I put up of my my recently deceased dad up on the Statue of Liberty on scaffolding. When, By the way, when New York renovated that and titanium balls, I would. I, I mean, the idea <laughs> he's standing all, on one of the railings. Yes, of not only that, he's standing on one of the railings, like three hundred feet in the air, yeah. underneath the nose of the. The friggin' Statue of Liberty. That's a badass picture. One of the comments, I didn't even think about this, says, great picture, but why is he wearing a suit? And he was wearing a suit. He was one of the supervisors for the city on that. Oh, he's an executive. Well, he worked for the city. You know, he was an an architect. But he could have actually done the work, too, because he was really skilled with that stuff. You know, he and a friend built our house. Just oh, no the kidding. two of them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, it took took a long time and was done on the cheap. But, uh, <laughs> but, but he was remarkable with that stuff. And, like, none of that got – very little of that, I should say, got passed along to me and my brother. My sister is really good with that stuff. It's, it's crazy. It's I, interesting. Know, cause I, some was, of that stuff I'm like a complete spaz with. Would your father have given you a hard time for not acquiring those skills? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, he was 
I, I have no patience, you know, and he was right. a slow, methodical guy. See, my and father. Like that, and it drove me nuts. My father defined your masculinity by your ability to do certain manual tasks. Like, my father was an auto mechanic, right? And he was all man. I mean, he was Sicilian, big, you know, strong guy. Um, and God help me, if he found out I don't work on my own truck, he would disown me because he was an auto mechanic. And by the way, I know I, I know I, how to work on my own truck. I'm an, I'm 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 a proficient auto mechanic. I got I a work lot of on the, my, yeah. Like I'll get a lot of the basics. Like yeah. I've done a brake job. I, I yeah. can change the oil. I can I can change the tire. If I do, sometimes I don't. Right. You know I you know I'll have somebody else do it, but I can do that stuff. But there are certain things that are that are, that are beyond me. When I was coming up, you know, in radio, um, you know, you, you have to take a bunch of odd jobs because you're working part time, you're working weekends, holidays, and stuff like that. So I've done everything. I've done construction, uh, roofing, uh, siding, you know, refrigeration. I've done, elect- ma- I've done masonry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Masonry, electrical, uh, plumbing. I can do basic everything, which leads me to one of the greatest disappointments in my current life. <laughs> what? Dallin, who is the owner of the uh, the landscaping company that came to my house and, and redid my front and backyard, set up my uh, irrigation system. And it's great. And it's awesome. Except I don't know how to work it. Oh, the timer. Yes. Oh, God, the timer's a nightmare. Yes, you were reading my mind. I mean, you go over to the, you go over to the timer thing. Oh. Because, like, first of all, it goes off. I, I know it goes off at, like, 5, 10 in the afternoon because it scares the hell out of Lemmy when she's trying to go to the bathroom. The, the spigots come up and they start <laughs> shooting the stuff. She runs we in the house. We get caught all the time yeah. out there. Yeah. She runs in the house, leaves a trail of poop all the way. You know, she's <laughs> it's just it's really it's, it's funny yeah. now, but, you know. You're, you're not alone. I guarantee you there's, there's yeah. so many guys right now, and ladies, too, out there who have been reduced to a blubbering mass of tears by the, the water timer because you can't figure the things out. This is the thing, though. It's not a, it, it's not a complex system it's literally a timer a dial and you you punch in a code look i know how to use computers i'm i know how to do i can make an album like an hour I, I can play yeah. certain instruments i can water do, timers the, i can't run the water timer yeah. on my f- mm. yeah you get like it has you know watering zones yes it has uh days of week start times what and have- you've got to you've got to mesh these three seemingly disparate systems into one smooth working operation and you think you got it and you never have it so i'm on the phone with you yesterday and you heard me i go hang on a second i gotta check on my water system and i opened up the thing and you said to me what does it say and what did i say to you i go i go it says it just says 2021 and it's blinking i don't know what that is and you're like that's the year (laughs) (laughs) so somebody was trying to set the time Probably doing because you got to set the time. Are on you the sure? Thing first, and I, the day of the week, and you know, just to, just to do the basic stuff. I've never felt yeah. so helpless, hopeless, yeah. and skillless in my yeah. life. No, I know. And when wa- I go to my timer on my on the irrigation system, no, the water timer strips you naked and laughs at. You. Yes, I, I've. Yeah. I'm. It's so like I would. My father might give me the belt for not being able to use yeah. the timer. No, mine's supposed to sense when it rains and not go on. It goes on. <laughs> KSLX, couple from Russia, Getty Lee, by the way, has a memoir coming out that sprang about because he had nothing to do while he was locked down. It'll be interesting to hear the difference of his, because he's not a guy that has spoken much over the years. No, he'll have have the stories in there. Yeah, they're all very, very sort of quiet. I mean, personable when they're doing rush business, but when they're not doing rush business, they disappear. It'll be interesting to hear his take after you spent four months reading Neil Peart's book. 
Got a news update for you. Which is? Uh, we've covered several things. You know, of course, R. Kelly was convicted yesterday. Yes. Yeah, right. uh, rightly so. Screw him. John Hinckley, the would-be presidential assassin, is now going to be released unconditionally. He's been he, on conditional release. I disagree with that. I think Same. they should keep an eye on him. And the latest, the president of France got hit by an egg while he was at an appearance. Somebody threw an egg at him. Is that Now, is that technically an assault? Yeah. I, huh. Well, the guy's been arrested for poaching. I hate you. That just Come happened. On. That just Nothing? happened. Nothing? No good? I'm going to let that go. Yeah, I'm let that, yes. Yeah, okay. You're welcome. Sorry. All right. Um, no, that's what happened. He got hit by an egg. The guy's actually- He's in- a shell of his former self. <laughs> the guy's Stop in custody. Um, I mean, okay. is that- And he would, may fry, yes, of If course. you assault a, a, a federal official with a non-lethal weapon, is it still an attempt on their life? Uh, probably not. It's just- Simple assault, I guess. I don't know I, what you'd call I, I mean, it. I don't know. I don't know what the penalty would be I, you for know that. What? I mean, it's something. I did actually, did, I actually did, the, did, the, did the PM of France, uh, uh, President of France, immediately surrender? Because <laughs> that's traditionally that's what they do. I don't know if it was a, a cooked egg or a raw egg. Well, who the hell throws a cooked egg? I don't know. <laughs> Who throws an egg, you know, at the president oh, no. of a country? Well, no, we throw eggs all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Would you rather be hit, it, okay, from the neck down? Would you rather be hit by an uncooked egg or a hard-boiled egg? From the neck down? Yeah, if you're wearing you're wearing a, just a T-shirt. From the neck down, I'd rather be hit by a, by a cooked egg. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it might bruise a little bit more. It might be feel like you're being hit by a by like a sponge ball or a tennis ball or something like that. From the neck up, I'd rather be hit by a raw egg because you get the Zabruder film effect. <laughs> Much more dramatic. Guido, how about you? Uh, would you Would you prefer to be hit by a raw <laughs> egg or a hard-boiled egg? It. It probably depends on the circumstance. I, I'd probably pick the, the uncooked egg. The uncooked egg? Back and All to right. the left. All right. I mean, are we talking below the belt? Are we talking? Uh, yeah, well, uh, well okay. If, if you're hit, going to be hit in the eggs by an egg, I want a raw egg. Yes, definitely. Yes. Back That'd be to easier head. to take. Yes. Um, yeah. I'd a say, hard-boiled egg in the seeds would hurt. I would say, okay, yeah. In the groin? Yeah. I'd want an uncooked egg. Yeah. Torso, waist to shoulders, Hard-boiled egg. <laughs> Above that, we're gonna do a chart now. Yes. You know what this is? This is this is the Mark and Neanderthal stalker primer. Yes, is what you exactly. want to do. If you're planning on assaulting us, yeah. these are our preferences. Um, Usually, you have to pay extra for that. Yeah, the incredible edible egg. So, and then <laughs> above above the shoulders, I don't know because raw egg. Maybe, but you get you know you get some of those uh, those chips in your eyes. Well, you have glasses though. You're good. I don't wear them all the time, though, just for reading. Uh, if yeah. they use that no-yolk stuff, that <laughs> slurry. I'd rather be hit by the container of artificial a, eggs. Yeah. It's yes. just a little milk container of, <laughs> right. of liquid egg. Well, no. Now, a milk container. Now you get something completely different. A milk container containing a bunch of that liquid egg. That's got some, that's got some that's, weight to that's it. That's got yeah. some weight. Yeah. yeah. That, it, you can put some velocity on that. Yeah. And if it hits you in the eye with the corner of the carton, yeah. you, could be, you could lose an eye. You could lose an eye. You could get a paper cut. I mean. You could, uh, see, there's a variety. You've you've ramped up the danger now. This I believe guy, that the, the Secret Service is going to put yeah, a file on you. This guy in France now is in some serious trouble. He's done something very, is, very wrong. Is yep. he in hot water? Oh, I see. What you there. Boiled for three minutes, right? That's it. He's been whisked away to prison. Oh. <laughs> We're here all day.
100.7 KSLX. All right, we're a little late, but that's what happens. It's time to open up the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. And so Glendale serves up Robert as meat for the machine this morning. (laughs) Robert is going to take on Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. I'm going to ask you the same five questions I ask Mark. Whoever gets more right will graduate. If you fail, you'll have to announce to the world, or at least the Valley, that you have flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Are you ready, Robert? I'm ready. All right, let's kick Mark out of the studio. All right, Mark. Time to leave the studio. All right, then. All right. uh, Are you ready? Question number one. Who was Jimi Hendrix's drummer when he was in the Jimi Hendrix experience? Nope. Not going to get that one. All right. Question number two. Who is Reginald Dwight? Elton John. Question number three, which Rock and Roll Hall of Famer had a buddy at Quezon fighting off the Viet Cong? Ah, uh, John blank. I know it too, but it's not coming to me. Question number four, the movie The Song Remains the Same features which artists? Led Zeppelin. Question number five, who proudly states we're an American band? Uh, Grand Funk Railroad. All right. Not bad. Three out of five. <laughs> At least you gave me an easy Zeppelin question. Wow. You know what? You'd be surprised. Some of those questions are not necessarily easy for some people. So three out of five yeah. is what he got, Mark. If you can get better than that, you will win today. All right. And this is Robert. It is Robert. Yeah. All right. Rob. Question number one. Who was Jimi Hendrix's drummer when he was with the Jimi Hendrix Experience? Um, God. Um, Mitch Mitchell. It's one to nothing. Wow. Question number two, who is Reginald Dwight? That's Elton John. It's two to one. Question number three, which Rock and Roll Hall of Famer had a buddy at Quezon fighting off the Viet Cong? Bruce Springsteen. Question number four, the song remains the same, features which artists? Uh, That's Led Zeppelin's movie. And question number five, who proudly states we're an American band? Grand Funk Railroad. It doesn't matter what Robert did. Mark sweeps the whole thing. Go figure. Yep. So, Robert, you know what you have to do here. Yep. I flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. You know what? You're a good player, though. Three out of five isn't bad at all. So thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. And uh, and thanks for being a good sport. No problem. We'll try again later. Thanks. Yeah. All right, then. The victories continue to pile up. Same time tomorrow. You're like Andre the Giant or Goldberg or whatever. (laughs) So we'll do it again tomorrow, same time, the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. All right. You are wicked late for work. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.